living in an artificially induced state of consciousness that resembles sleep. The poor and the underclass are growing. Racial justice and human rights are non-existent. We have been lulled into a trance. They have made us indifferent to ourselves, to others. We are focused only on our own game. That is their primary method of survival. Keep us asleep, keep us selfish, keep us sitting. You're listening to Toward Anarchy on the Republic Broadcasting Network. Here's your host, Michael Storm. Welcome to Toward Anarchy. I am Michael Storm, and thank you so much for joining me. As always, my pleasure to be here each and every week. Sunday, that's my day. That's my magic day. That's my fun day. Trust me, Sunday is my fun day. Uh, It is a fantastic, wonderful day for me from the start to the finish. um, even Even if I go into the shop... Still a great day because Sunday is one of the days that uh, orders are due. So I get to go through the list and uh, make sure there isn't anything cool coming up in comic books and geekdom that uh, that I can't live without ultimately. And apparently I can't live without a lot of it because uh, the the boxes of comic books over there in the, the, the next room with the drum set there just keep growing. And in fact, they're, they're starting to they're kind of starting to encroach on the drum set a little bit, and that's going to be a problem. Um, <laughs> TowardAnarchy.com to follow along. As always, when you get there, uh, all the information, everything that we do, everything that I've worked on through the week, everything that Dr. Dean Lloyd, my guest today, uh, has put together for us in terms of just an idea of what we're going to be talking about. And then, of course, links and and there's the newsletter. I just love watching the newsletter grow every week and uh, some new things you might notice just real quick if you are visiting the website toward anarchy.com i have uh i I got the tlb talk button back up there for one thing so you can get directly to the toward anarchy page uh on tlb talk which that's just fantastic i updated the x logo it does it's not the twitter bird anymore it's a little x logo it seems to be accepted enough but the big thing is is i started a rumble account and uh, I haven't been on Rumble before, and you know I've been just I I can't do anything with YouTube if I have a conversation with you know Dr. Dean Lloyd here, uh, and and either of us mentions anything about anything that's not mainstream propaganda, uh, uh, medical advice or information. Uh, I'm getting a hit for it. I've, I've, given, I've been given a couple of hits already on you. I'm just tired of it. I'm so tired of it because I've challenged him. I've rechallenged him. It's something. It's an interesting thing that's happening around because everybody was talking about, oh well, Twitter and and Facebook manipulating some information or some results and in, in during the elections or about COVID and about what's happening with the vaccine uh, over the last few years. And uh, but YouTube's been doing it all along and nobody's said anything about that. YouTube is such I, I hate YouTube. I really do. I, 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 I hate the hypocritical nature of it in its entirety. Uh, the fact that they go around making God knows how much money off of other people's content, yet they have the nerve to tell me what it is I can and can't use within my content, what I can and can't say in my content. And and it's it's garbage. It's You know what? I just said, you know what? I'm done with it. It had been up until the conversation there with Larkin Rose that I had a, a couple weeks back. I hadn't posted anything to YouTube in literally a year. It was it was almost literally a year to the day that uh, I posted the last thing. It was the conversation with Stephen Kinsella, which is funny because of the ties between the two of them. The whole thing was just kind of neat. But looking at it, seeing it happen, I decided I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to play with YouTube anymore. I said, they made me go through this class. Listen to this crap, Dr. Dean Lloyd. They made me go through this class. It's just this authoritarian BS of, uh, you know, I had to answer these questions. They they give me a paragraph of, uh, here's the situation. A guest 
comes on your show and the and the guest says blah 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 and then you say the mainstream view about that the mainstream medical view about that is this okay or is this not okay well apparently this is okay because as long as i tell you you're wrong in your medical view or or i present the accepted medical view every time you open your mouth and and say anything uh then then that's okay but if i don't counter your view if i don't give if i don't immediately present with some uh mainstream belief or or dictate in the information about this medical nonsense they'll they'll give me a strike and i've repeated i've fought with them over and over again every time they've given me a strike i've demanded that they be specific about what it is that was said and exactly what was wrong because i don't know about you uh this is all on the record i i don't know about you but i haven't been wrong on a single thing about this vaccine and about covid from day one except one thing where I made the mistake of suggesting, saying that uh, it was illegal to wear a mask and carry a gun in the state of Kansas. The state of Kansas is not one of those. That is literally the only thing I was wrong with about on that. So what are what am I saying? What is Dr. Dean Lloyd saying in my show? And that is our opinion and that people can freely take or leave as they suggest. We're not dictating to anyone what 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 our position is uh what is it that we've said that's wrong and if it's wrong show me the evidence that it's wrong don't just tell i don't I, this this idea that a mediator the this platform can dictate what anyone says and choose a uh a a a political position, but it, we're basically talking about a political position here in this medical question um, at, at all is ridiculous it, it, to suggest that they're an open platform where people can come and share express uh, express ideas and share with each other and become friends with anybody uh, that they want to and share ideas with those people that that notion it does. It's gone. It doesn't exist. I, I don't know if it was ever there. And it, it it frustrates me because they sold us a bill of goods when it comes to this social media and these open spaces that they just haven't provided for us. And and it's funny that the Twitter thing happened. And now this sort of um, I'm not I'm not sure exactly where I am on the on the Elon Musk thing yet in, in terms of who he is and what he really means to any sense of liberty or free speech because he, again you still don't get to see what's going on in the background what's going on there at x and what they're doing and what they're not allowing to be seen and what they are allowing to be seen what things they are pushing forward that there is no transparency in it uh Dr. Dean Lloyd is a uh, facilitator and a healer trained in multiple traditions and a uh, lifelong goal to just sort of help people connect the mind, body, and spirit. And then also really to fundamentally change the the view of the modern, modern health care. And um, it's really cool every time to get to, to chat with you, Dr. Lloyd. And I really thought it'd be great when we talk this week because i know i am i'm overextended i am uh, i'm i'm to the point where i'm about to walk away from a couple of things where I, i'm reorganizing the prior priorities and saying you know what i can't i just i, I don't have the energy the time the wherewithal uh, to do this anymore it's got to stop how are you doing man what are you up to boy you gave me so much to comment on i'm Hi. doing fantastic thank Good. you <laughs> Uh, in circling back to your previous point before we jump into the overextended sure. outer group, that would be my topic for today with you. Uh, it's the information you're hearing most often is vague information regarding things that are related to viruses and vaccines. Two of the most conflicting information uh, points I, I run across are antibiotics and antidepressants. Those are really two big ones because antibiotics are given a title that they resolve a condition that's an infection. That's the, that's the intention of the name. 
the word biotics, of course, means life. And if you were specifically treating a bacterial infection, then that would be considered an antibacterial, right? But our body's 57% bacterium and 43% human cells, okay? We're talking about a major problem with vocabulary. Mm-hmm. And when you're talking about the vagueness, for example, of the uh, the vaccine topic, they use things like safe and effective, uh-huh. which, are, which are words that are buzz phrases yeah. Yeah, that, that hit people in this, oh, I can relax now. I can, uh-huh. you know, be... Yeah, I don't have to think about it. There's, there's purposely used this way so that the people don't have to think, here, don't worry about it. We got this. We got this. Don't worry. But don't investigate. Don't look. Don't question your doctors. Don't question the science. They, yeah. So the conflicting information, another example would be the injection was stated that it told, and they told us before this even rolled out, not to worry, it's only going to stay in the arm. Now, on its face, that's absurd. But that was just common that everybody was told this and that that was the impression when they did take the injection. In no manner does it stay in the arm. Mm. Uh, I um, had a patient that had an injection in the arm and got cancer there and ended up passing away from the cancer in the arm where she was injected. This is the kind of thing that we are obviously, with our guard up, so much more aware at this point of the repetition of information that's consistently a a lie or incorrect or vague enough to a, a whitewash yes and so in so far as the information is out there reading through it is from some not for me but for some a major drain on their reserves oh yeah think think, think, think about how much energy output is put into news that is maybe has a little bit of in, uh, correct information to it, but it's throwing you off because there's that conclusion that's, that gives you the impression that you need not be responsible, responsible for your own health. Mm-hmm. And taking your power away is a primary objective of allopathic medicine, pharmaceutical medicine. The My job is quite the other. It is to empower you. But to do so, I have to consider all these different levels, including what we're talking about today, which is the input-output ratio. Okay? This is the common theme I am seeing all... I don't know if there's a single patient I have that can understand their input-output ratio well enough to put it in perspective so that they have control of it, which is to say... Well, it's constantly changing. Yes. It's, we're not static beings, so it's a constantly changing number, and it has to be adjusted. And some people are always going 100%. They're all in, and they never stop until they crash. Uh, some people, yeah, they, they take their time. Maybe <laughs> maybe they'll get there. Well, that that's why I wanted to talk about expenditure. Right. We all have our limits in that regard, and to illustrate this, I have a story of someone I know who is there in England, and they have a mother that has become ill, and he had to, the son, had to become a caregiver for her, and it turned his world upside down. I mean, he he was quite busy with his work and enjoying his work, incidentally, and the change in his life was so drastic, as you probably know, with caregivers, there's a lot of not only compassion energy, but there's a lot of just output there. And he had no real gauge on his output and put in so much effort into taking care of her, taking care of the, the medical expenses, 
what tests needed to be done, doctor's visits, et cetera, et cetera, turned his life upside down. And after doing this for several months, he realized that he was changing, that he wasn't processing information. He looked at work that he did before and said, that's good work, but I can't do it right now. I have took it, taken so much energy and put it in some other venture this or or you know it's a necess- necessary venture but it was a place where he had s- seen himself getting angry at things he wasn't normally angry at uh he was reducing his his input his uh nutritional intake he found that he wasn't sleeping correctly he's always waiting for the next uh you know possible panic attack from his mother all these things added up and he and then on top of it were he was getting calls from people who were caregivers that were not qualified and they were asking where the the mother was for example when they didn't even look through the whole house to find her they just walked in the house she didn't respond so they end up calling him which is not necessary you just look through every room to find her i mean they don't even put the effort out you see yeah, no, it speaks. It, it, that's a, a bigger underlying problem that you're going to have to deal with right there. That's why it's important that you, yeah, that you're pointing that out. So to, to, to just to clarify how we put energy in things that are not necessary, and how things that come up have to be dealt with, but to be honest with ourselves and say, look, I am going to go nuts if I don't stop this this uh, cycle that I, you know, this vicious cycle that I'm allowing myself to get sucked in by, that's the first Geiger, okay? I mentioned this in earlier shows. Mm-hmm. We have that inner Geiger that tells you if it feels good, move towards it. If it doesn't, move away. But that, again, becomes an art. It's a, it's a art form that very much the listeners are very well aware i'm sure of times in their life where they knew that they couldn't do anymore they knew that they put themselves in a position where they were overextended and they weren't capable of taking care of themselves which is when disease happens disease does not happen in someone who has a full functioning fully you know full of vitality uh, optimal outlook on life that doesn't happen Dis- disease happens okay in- now don't get us in trouble <laughs> let's clarify that- generally speaking healthy upwardly mobile moving people uh, active uh, are less likely to to uh, have health problems than people who are stagnant stationary stuck in the same place not out not out in the sun uh, Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me let me make that clear. I, I know what you're trying to. Lose. Yeah, no, I'm, be, I'm being a little bit facetious because of the problems that, that we've had getting hit on videos on, on YouTube, as I was mentioning before. But no longer a problem for us because Rumble, the, the people, the listeners are going to make it huge. I, I only had two videos up there with a couple of hours on each one of them. And I uh, already had 25 hits and, and people watching them and said, that's kind of cool. Just interesting. It just it just up overnight kind of thing. Yeah, in regards to those kinds of just filters, you know, mm. take out the, the real important things with uh, it being half-cocked information. I'm talking about a receptive host. And if the host is too drained or too incapable or the immune system is compromised mm-hmm. to the point to where the disease can take hold that's what i'm referring to absolutely no absolutely i i don't think that you or i or even most of the people listening had any question about that but i bet you the people in charge do Uh, well (laughs) the worst they can do the worst that someone else can do by their own trip hey we gotta we gotta go into a break dr look we'll be right back
I am so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pasture-raised meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pasture-raised meats, and even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. But I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork. Raised the way nature intended. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model Easy 4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com. And hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. You're listening to Toward Anarchy with Michael Storm. Please, please support the network. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on the donate button. That's the simplest, easiest way to do it. Your your dollars make it possible for myself, Dr. Dean Lloyd, for all of the voices across Republic Broadcasting Network to be able to do this each and every day. Uh, to 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 talk about truth to to have a place where it's actually safe to have a conversation about uh the important parts of of the our health and and our uh trying to manage our daily existence that get overlooked because somebody's trying to make a dollar or make a vote on the ideas well well this is how you vote to hear the good ideas this is this is our honesty our truth together you making it possible by supporting the network republicbroadcasting.org uh click that donate button or uh, go to shoprbn.com and participate in the win-win where all of those uh, wonderful products and services that are available there are made so by people who support the network. Their advertising across this network is uh, one, they're trying to they're dropping fantastic products and, and uh, I, particularly when we're talking about this world today where we we need some truth and some honesty in the 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 products and services that were offered and and we'd like to be able to get them from a trusted source and you like to support those those 
people, those hard workers that are making those things directly. This is just one of those ways to do that. And, and in doing so, you continue. It, it keeps the cycle going. It's, it's a self-sustaining cycle of fantastical, wonderful truth. Uh, that's what you get from Republic Broadcasting Network. And, and it's not just me. It's, I'm not the only one who benefits by far. I'm one of, one of the least, in fact, in, in those terms because I just have my one little hour here every week where I get to come and, and have conversations with wonderful people like Dr. Dean Lloyd. If you like what you hear from Dr. Dean Lloyd each week, there's always – the information is always up there. It's October 22nd. Uh, otherwise, you can, all, you can search for Dr. Dean Lloyd on the website, and it will pull up all of his episodes, all the wonderful conversations that we've had in any one of those pages with that information on it, with those episodes on it, has a link to evolvingthespecies.com where you can find out more about Dr. Dean Lloyd. You can sign up for the newsletter. You can do a number of things as he grows it and changes his little uh, corner of the Internet there. Uh, you can get your copy of Cruising the Epiphany Highway. It's kind of our workbook that we're using in our conversations just to give us a little uh, direction and, and kind of keep the thing within a little bit of <laughs> within a little bit of uh, uh, some sort of a cage almost because it's so it, just like an animal can bust out and we can be talking about any number of, of interrelated topics and, and ideas uh, from the political to the, the medical to economic, to the social, you, you name it. Uh, it all ties together. It's all part of the same uh, conversation, but we try to give ourselves a little bit of a, a just a, a, a space to say, all right, let's let's keep it in here. And cruising the Epiphany Highway is kind of the thing that helps us do that. Uh, and um, if you ever want to, we do still have the chat room out there. I, I try to keep an eye on it. There's a link for it there each week. And if you want to jump in there and chat and ask a question, since we don't tend to go to the phones, we have a lot of time to to do it. We have uh, just this, you know, this one hour to to chat and have our little conversation, try to fit everything in. And uh, it it does it doesn't always work, does it, Doctor Lloyd? Uh, <laughs> we um, before we went into the break, you were just starting to talk about these. Um, hosts and and environments in which uh, and that's what we are uh, we're environments for bacteria and any other sort of um, thing that we we expose ourselves to particularly in a weakened state and uh, both mental and physical and they all work together right uh, you can't separate them that's right. really what it comes you you have to identify the major drains in your life first and i would right that most people have the two main drains in their life, anger and fear. And when you don't have those under control, they control you. Remember fear we talked about in earlier shows, that means you don't understand. And anger is when you don't know how you feel. So here are two huge factors in controlling people by the fear directive meaning that you know you're going to get this disease if you don't take this vaccine or you're you know uh, going to need us to take care of you who can't take care of yourself in other words when we're looking at how energy is directed is the primary targets for understanding your input output ratio is realizing that your schedule Right, be it a either a, you know nine to five job or work the night shift or whatever it happens to be, works best when you have a regular routine, and that means having a wholesome discipline. And to have this wholesome discipline, for me personally, I like to swim, I like to hike, I meditate regularly, I have music, which I see as myself and yourself as a form of yoga it's a it, it puts me in a different state of mind it stretches the state of mind it stretches yes uh, we got to go into a break here and we'll come right back you are tuned in to the republic broadcasting network visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org
The secret to aging like fine wine is in the vines. Syrah grape seeds and skins contain high levels of flavonoids and resveratrol. Fermentation breaks these organic compounds down into smaller molecules, penetrating these therapeutic ingredients deeper into the skin, delivering faster and more effective results. Our handmade fermented skincare products are formulated with all natural ingredients and do not contain any phthalates or parabens. Similar products can cost as much as $180. At Natural Earth Medicine, we source our ingredients from local Arizona vineyards and cold process our oils to ensure that our customers receive the highest quality product in its purest form. Learn more at our website and try our fermented skincare products today. Visit naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. Extendivite really works. Just listen to what some people have to say. Several years ago, I was developing a very uh, severe situation. I called it my flippy heart. It just was doing not good things. And I did not want to go to a medical doctor because uh, I just knew they would give me a cover-up pill. I didn't want to get onto that sort of thing at all. When I learned it was garlic and cayenne, and cayenne is a healer. It is a wonderful herb. I said, I think I'm on to something here. I'll tell you, I wouldn't be without it. It did wonderful things for me. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply of either capsules or liquid. Call now. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. You're listening to Toward Anarchy with Michael Storm. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. There was something so pleasant about that place. Even your emotions have an echo in so much space. You know, every week when we do this, I tell you to follow along. Go to TowardAnarchy.com. That's the easy way to follow along. I put it all up there. It's all right out there. No matter what you're listening, you can always go to it. You can If you're listening to the, the replay or something, that's easy. You can press pause. You can do whatever you need to do. But if, if you're listening live, you can just always go back later. You don't have to do it right now. You just go to TowardAnarchy.com. Look for October 22nd, and I'm telling you to do this because there's it, it's all the information about Dr. Dean Lloyd is up there. But there's also this, and I know that Dr. Dean Lloyd would love this because I did. They had me hooked on the first one. It's it's hard to find good information through uh, mainstream media, and you just never really know. There's almost always a political agenda somewhere driven underneath it, uh, but it's great when you find something like this, and I shared the link up there for you uh, at TowardAnarchy.com. This is the six worst decisions that the experts suggest. Uh, they're things that you can do with your life. You're going to mess up your life, guaranteed, if you do these six things and then then we you you'll you may have some comments on this dr lloyd because you're you're gonna love this i'm telling you um all right so number one i i was i was sold on the first one aligning yourself with someone else instead of yourself Uh, right there they had me aligning 
with someone else instead of yourself. We talk about this all the time, that uh, very simple idea of what makes you feel good. Go for it. Do what works for you. Um, deciding to stop learning is number two. Making a decision from fear or anxiety. That sounds like a familiar topic of conversation between us, doesn't it? Uh, not communicating authentically and openly. No, that topic's never come up on this show. Uh, betraying yourself to others. Eh, that's, that's Do it. Do it. Give yourself up. Um, and not making decisions at all. Being stuck. Exactly. I, and I'll, I'll comment on all of them. The first one that you said align yourself with someone who other than yourself yeah, yeah someone else or someone who doesn't serve you mm-hmm. that that is part of our inherent ability to make discernment in an educated and intelligent way that is also tied into the geiger right being around right. people that uh, make you comfortable number 2 is stopping learning oh my gosh if i stopped learning i would shrivel up like a raisin Mm. i mean i'm constantly changing i'm constantly learning it's motivation i i i love life i enjoy life it's the perspective i have and because i have that as my inner gauge i go towards things that create the energy that allows me to make learning possible i create the environment for that that does that mean that i'm you know, researching on the internet? Absolutely. Does that mean that I'm pushing myself or trying new things when I'm doing my uh, my exercises or if I'm finding m- music is expanding? There's no end to learning, Michael. If you're at a place where you're stuck, uh, like it was mentioned, uh, you know, I think the last, the, the last one, yeah, yeah, the sixth one. If you're stuck, remember that in, I may have mentioned this, I can't remember, but um, depression in Chinese medicine is literally the word being depressed. Like you put your hand in uh, in clay and depress and make a imprint, right? Mm. Depression, right? And the word depressed means being stuck. And it's primarily the liver function that is free coursing or making movement. So if you're in that stuck place... Right, you can't process, or you, you're mentally in that stuck. Don't be hard on yourself. Come back. Right. You're always, you know, able to be the student of life. I, I'm, I have a lot of things to teach people, but I, if there's something that I need to learn, I need to remember that I there's times where I have to go to that student of life place and realize that there's something I'm not understanding. If I have control of it, remember I I made mention so many times that there is no such thing as perfect health, that we are talking about optimizing our situation, whatever it may be, you know, be a family situation, work environment, uh, trying to recover from an, uh, a surgery, whatever that happens to be, you can put yourself in the state of mind to make those realizations that the way you prevent overextending yourself or putting yourself in a compromised place is by understanding your limitations. That's a huge part of our learning curve here is what we know we can and can't do. I personally have taken myself to that overextended, I'm guilty of it, if you want to think of it that way, but I've taken myself to I've made the mistake and I paid for it. And I had to have you have you, Michael, ever made a mistake and paid for it? <laughs> Once, maybe twice. <laughs> so so that's that's our reminding what people would refer to as being just blatantly obvious is if you take yourself to the place of being weak, you're going to be more susceptible to getting disease or getting an infection or you know, allowing yourself to get sucked in. I won't do that. If I find, and I, I'm really good at it, at this point, I can check and, and say, oh, something's a little off here. I'm, I've got to stand back, reevaluate, and question whether or not I'm doing something that's with purpose, that has reason. Then you become a director. 
you direct your energy in a way that does not allow yourself to get caught up. In, if it happens to where some emergency happens, like a, a fall or a car accident or something unexpected, then and, and you're put in a totally different place, uh, you, again, have to remember whatever happens to the physical body also affects the mind, okay, and how you're thinking and, and what, what uh, decisions you make. So often i found people that get overextended, and this happens a lot with the elderly, that they, re they were just on that point of overcoming, uh, you know, a, a condition like, like arthritis, or they were leaning towards uh, hyperinsulinia or, or diabetes, but they, they just didn't have that one little adjustment <laughs> that I, I wish I could have given them. I wish I was able to just, just hand it to them on a plate and say, take it. This is, this is what you need to do. And they would revert back to their fears and take a path that weakened them or made them dependent. It's, it's, it gets to be uh, where we have to take each individual case and assess their limitations on how they can take care of themselves because you're not going to take care of anybody else any more than you're taking care of yourself, which is a top priority. It should be anyway. So in, you're you realizing where your interruptions in your energy field are. I can talk a lot about this. And uh, one of the poems that um, is in, on page 208 uh, in the Cruising the Epiphany Highway book uh, is keeping pace with myself. I live my life so that even if I had to check out in the next moment, while there's always more that I would like to do, as far as I've so far taken it, everything up to this moment is satisfying, fulfilled. In other words, I aim for satisfaction. There's a thousand ways to be dissatisfied. But if I'm aiming for everything to make sense in life, then you're not wrong if you don't have to be right. You can make mistakes. Just learn from them in the media. I did that just yesterday. I put a, a glass in the sink where I was shaking out a rug with a little dust on it, and I knocked it over, and it broke. And I said... Now, I knew I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I knew I should not put something in the sink that could fall over, and it did. So all the time. Yeah, and immediately I changed. I said, no, I'm not doing that anymore. Now, that's a small example. But do you see how I had put that myself in a position? So I said, oh, I shouldn't have done that. But I had to catch myself from being hard on myself and being saying, oh, you know, you were an idiot doing that i said well look you know i did it it's gone move on and, and that helped me remember that i'm human I'm, I'm still in a place where i can make mistakes but that's where i see the other part of what drains us most is that we're so hard on ourselves that we don't give ourselves the opportunity to make those slight adjustments if they are slight adjustments, man, it just just like everything else, it takes a balance. You've got to punish and reward yourself in balance to the, what you can and can't take. I, you, there's no reason to be so hard on yourself that it's self-destructive, and and so people, most people are overly hard on themselves. Or or then you find another subset of people that are just completely they don't hold themselves accountable and everything again just a balance there has to be a balance in there somewhere right and that's our that's our job to be here our job is to learn our job is to know about ourselves we have the remarkable gift of having a choice and if we choose to put our energy in places where they're not serving us and we continue to do so that's you're overextended you're you're putting too much energy in one, not enough in another. 
And that becomes an art form, Michael. Yeah, I've had to learn this over the years. I, I used to be a lot more stubborn <laughs> than mm. I am now. Uh, and but that I had to catch myself and say, what are you? Why are you allowing yourself to be so invested in something that you know isn't really working? And that takes a lot of you know, first of all, in yourself, it's it's this very delicate, and it, the higher you go, I should mention, in healing, the more subtle these energies become. So if I'm fine-tuning something in my diet that didn't work for me before, say I, I had problems uh, digesting whatever, like... Uh, uh, turkey or something you know but i've changed my body has changed my my mindset's changed i'm cleaner i'm not having trouble digesting meat anymore so i have a little bit in my diet so i've done vegetarian uh, i've done the keto diet i've done water fasts watermelon fasts I've done rational fasting. I've tried all kinds of diets. So, I, just to clarify, you're not doing this because you're desperate to find a dieting technique. You're doing this. Consciously to direct the body in a place that I want to go. Because I know what these foods offer. If they're offering protein, like in the case of turkey, which I can eat now, no problem. I can have nuts, I, but I chew them well. If I have fruit, then I make sure it's a clean source, and I, I make sure that I clean you know, all the, anything that's on them really well before I eat them. In other words, over the years, I've learned about how a diet will fortify me, nourish me. I enjoy it. I'm chewing my food. I sometimes listen to music while I'm eating. I don't rush when I'm eating. I don't have distractions. I keep myself focused. And then my digestive process is done so that I don't require a lot of enzymes. I, I might boost it a little bit with enzymes, uh, digestive enzymes, pancreatic enzymes, betaine hydrochloric acid, these kinds of things. But they're not done under stress as a primary reason for eating because people will they'll, they'll be overextended and they'll try to compensate and very commonly will overeat, and they'll eat the wrong things. They'll crave the foods that are certainly detrimental with MSG and processed foods and, and foods that have preservatives in them, quick and easy foods. These, this is another major contributing factor to being overextended is trying to overcompensate by doing things that are metabolically injurious. Okay, you catching my point here? Oh, yes. Okay, so it's oftentimes that we will will try to say, well, you know, I justify uh, eating these bad things because, you know, I deserve to uh, reward myself. But then it becomes habitual, right? So the pattern, it's like the heroin addict doesn't crave fresh fruits and vegetables, the heroin addict craves heroin. <laughs> it isn't something that they're programmed for. But you put yourself in that, oh, I see now. I ate that food before and it, it didn't digest well. Then I put that little note on my refrigerator. It says, don't eat the potato chips. <laughs> or right. don't, don't indulge, don't over, overeat. Overextending, remember, people are overcompensating in areas that are not healthy for them. Okay? So. No, because they feed they feed a, a part of your mind or a, a part of your uh, biology that, uh, that it makes you feel good, so you, you, you ignore the consequences of it. That's addiction across the board, and it's a, a very, very human thing. Yes, thank you for connecting that, because when we're talking about being human, we're talking about making the connection to our mind and body again. Because if we're just disconnected from our body, you'll see a lot of people out there with addictive behavior patterns that All have right. shut themselves off of their body. They're not connected to their body, 
and they become controlled by these substances. And food is a big addiction. It's, I think it's the biggest. It, sugar, maybe specifically. Yeah, and that's an indication of being overextended emotionally, not just in the area of too much output, you know, cleaning house or, you know, you're mm-hmm. in your deadline. No, those things make you feel good. Don't get that twisted at all. If, if somebody is thinking that's the, the case, uh, cleaning the house and and living in a, a, a space that you have made your own and take respect in and, and uh, 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 feel comfortable in and, and can live in without you know, sort of massive health concerns from the trash that's surrounding you. I've been around some interesting, amazing people in my lifetime. Um, uh, no, this is a good thing. It makes you feel really good. And it's accomplishment. It, it's a, a part of a, a, a very a proper and good uh, feeding of the reward system. Right. And that's typically what I find in people who are almost always feeling rushed. In other words, they are constantly trying to catch up and I come back and ask them, what's the rush? Why are you trying to speed up in life? What, Mm -hmm. What is the purpose of that? And, Learn, you know, there's times when you have to be rushed. Yeah, to get to my appointment or I, you know, can't eat breakfast one time because I have to, you know, get out of the house and rush over and do something. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the pace that you uh, get yourself accustomed to being comfortable and intelligent that we are not in a race. What, right? What a major step that would be for our work culture to get out of and the common phrase is rat race right mm-hmm. the rat race get out of the rat race and they justify the eating fast food and they justify you know not having time for themselves got it that's you got to do what you need to do to survive just remember where you're headed if you're in a job that takes 16 hours, and I've worked that kind of shift before, don't get me wrong. It's not like, you know, it doesn't happen for some of us that are trying to achieve high levels of... Oh, work. God, no. Main reason we understand these things is because yeah. we've had to go through them. Yeah, and, and because I've been overextended, I had to be the one to catch myself from going in a place of getting sick well and it's not a static thing you don't just oh i'm overextended well i'm never going to be overextended again no well that's when you you get into this place of sweeping the dust under the rug Mm, yes you keep sweeping it under the rug sweeping it until it finally leaks out (laughs) you can't sweep Mm. anymore under the rug It's, it's too much so my way of evaluating a patient's health has to take into account are the is the stress and strain in their life the major contribution to them being sick or out of balance or in a state of dis-ease right they may not be fully in a disease place they may not have cancer or they might not have have uh uh, diverticulosis or diverticulitis or any any number of different conditions, but they're heading in that direction. They're in a state of dis-ease. And that's my job is to catch them and see where their head is at so that if I'm able to offer detoxification programs, I take the time. I'm, I'm one of these doctors that was fully resistant to in-and-out visits, you know, five-minute doctor visits. I had to take enough time, and sometimes it took more than one visit because they, the patient wasn't able to conceptualize a question that was related to their condition. I helped them along with that. You know, I, I asked them the question saying, are you aware that waking up frequently in the night breaks up your circadian rhythm, your 24-hour clock? Uh. And that you don't have the ability to rest and repair. So even if I did give you a good protocol, if I'm not addressing, you can't take the place of sleep. 
if I'm not addressing that issue, we're not going to make any progress with arthritis or your digestive problems or your cravings for, you know, sugar, too much sugar. These, these are areas where I have to be fine-tuned to what their needs are. And I suggest that this is not so hard once you realize, first of all, where your drains are, be, are coming from. If they're coming Damn. from your family or, in your, or you're coming from your work environment or you're coming from your diet, identify them and then go about understanding what it is that's causing it. Then you stop yourself from by allowing yourself to become sick and overextended. It's a trap. <laughs> it's yeah. a trap. It really is. Like a lot of the things that we talk about, it really comes down to just being aware of it. It's so important to realize that these things are not insurmountable if you just take a moment and look at them. When you just put them in their proper place in their perspective and and consider always – this is something that we're not taught young. I, I hope that we are – going forward taught this idea young but it's this notion of investing now doing the harder thing doing the important thing taking the time now so that we can have the leisure later in life it's really the simple way to put it we want we want to take it easy all the time put the hard work in early and often uh when you're younger when the body is more capable uh get those get that hard work out of the way so that you can Uh, there's too many people too many people almost everyone uh they're going into the end of their life the later part of their life the time without kids the time that they have the most money the time that they have the most freedom theoretically all of these things and they are not being they're not able to use it they're not able to take advantage of it they're becoming old they're becoming bitter they're realizing that all the things that they have been told about the system about their health about uh, uh what's best for them as they're aging has just been one complete uh, lie and and if not a lie certainly a misdirection in favor of a preferred uh political and social system uh, leaving us where we're at today with poor, sad, lonely, broken people, uh, uh, really totally slaves subjected to a, a an out-of-control system, a beast, a leviathan, a nasty, uh, insidious nature of human and, and um, really just a, a disrespect a disregard for other life and other people that allows this system to keep encroaching on us every single day. I just, it's so sad and so painful. I wish, um, I, I wish that everyone could just one day go like that, but it's not going to happen. It's going to take our conversations every month. And I thank you so much, Dr. Dean Lloyd, for taking the time each month to come and share these things with us. Well, hey, uh, John Foster, middle school MBA next week here on Toward Anarchy. Until then, take care, blah, blah, blah. I, I, I'll see you later. Thank you, Michael. Take care. Thanks, Dr. Lloyd. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. 
When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. You're listening to Real Talk Radio. Only on the Republic Broadcasting Network.